Hello, good evening everyone. This is uh, Gerhoy in the seat for Hopping the Ball this week and uh, we have Pat Hickey. Now we don't have Willie and we don't have Johnny, they're elsewhere at the moment, but uh, we are joined by another expert in Kevin O'Regan, uh, now domiciled in Tulla. Uh, would have been, I suppose, well known in that he's been on with Leo and Pat on various matches and programmes, but we have been managed to uh, get him to leave the high echelons of Leo's and Pat's programme and join us here at this uh, level with Hopping the Ball. Kevin, you're very welcome. Th- thanks, Ger. Uh, nice to be here, and uh, thanks, Pat, for coming along and hopping the ball. Sure, we're all well able to hop the ball, and I'll do my best to keep up with the experts. I'm not sure calling myself an expert is uh, is completely accurate, but sure, we'll we'll see how we get on it tonight as we have our we chat. We can allow people feedback and tell us how bad we are. Anyway, Kevin, <laughs> that's all right. That. Yeah, absolutely. So, Kevin, for myself, Kevin, you're, you're the first time sitting over this table, and you're more than welcome. But uh, Kevin, tell us a bit about yourself. Well, I'm Rowan man, now resident in Tulla, but uh, Rowan is my home village and home club and very much a, a Harlem man, I suppose. Played for a long number of years um, uh, with Rowan at Intermediate, mainly in a little bit of junior towards the end of my time. Um, would have been involved with Rowan, I guess, at a, from a coaching perspective, um, as an officer as well. I was treasurer of the club at different stages. I was secretary of the club as well. So... Uh, GA man, like to think of myself as GA man. Love hurling, couldn't think of a better game. Um, love coaching, coaching now in Tulla. Um, coached under 13s this year, coached under 13s in Tulla last year. Um, in t- living in Tulla about four, four and a half years now. Um, very much kind of uh, enjoy living there and very much uh, welcome from the GA fraternity out there as well. Um, as I say to my under 13s, uh, Rowan are my club, but my, you're, you're my team. So um, disappointing week for Tulla, I guess. Uh, very disappointed and knowing a lot of the lads involved last last weekend, both Saturday and Sunday with the intermediate hurlers on Saturday and uh, with the under 14 Camogie players. Or for under 14 hurlers on Sunday and the intermediate Camogie players losing out um, losing three county finals in, in one weekend was a difficult pill to swallow but um, future's bright until it has to be said the, the atmosphere and we've all kind of enjoyed it um, seen the old kind of days in the hill in more luxurious uh, accommodation during the course of the summer attending championship matches which really was a throwback to days gone by and a fantastic atmosphere um, and you could even see the knock on effect say as I say I'm involved with the 13s out there and just seeing them out in the field like it just was like um, a real kind of magnet for anybody with any interest in in hurling having the club matches back in Tulla again and with the facilities that are there that are there second to That's none. So, Kevin, we, yeah. all, we all felt that this year that uh, the stand has really made it to make it again for Clare, isn't it? So absolutely, yeah. absolutely, yeah. and long may long may it continue. And um, and Tulla itself, I suppose. Okay, in three county finals last weekend, you'd hope that the future is brighter. There's a huge amount of development going on there as well, from a kind of a housing perspective, and you'd imagine the knock-on effect will come through into the community, not just in the J Club but the Athletics Club. There's a lot of development going on there. Um, and the soccer club obviously as well not to mention the other activities in relation to music and the great traditions that are there as well so first a blow in I always will be I have a little man who was tugged out in his uh, uh, claret and goal last weekend and he roared his heart out coming on Tulla uh, and he was disappointed afterwards but uh, so I'll be a blow in but he's very much a Tulla man and uh, yeah we very much enjoy living there and and there's a lot lot, lot to be said for for, for Tulla Great stuff Kevin I know just from meeting you at matches like you are deeply involved every under 13 
means. And mm. I suppose in one respect, it, it's it's kind of when you are involved in GA, it does ease, make it more easy to integrate into into the local community as well. Absolutely, and yeah. I, I suppose over my over the years, I've lived in places like Dublin, Cork, Australia. Crosheen, even neighbouring parish from eat myself in uh, both Tulla and 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 Rouen, where I originally came from, and the common denominator of getting to know people in each of those places and my friends in each of those places is landing up to the hurling field with a with a hurley and off you go, off you go off, and yes, that's yeah. very much the experience in Tulla as well as every year, yeah. other places where I lived as well. So yeah, it's so, universal, Kevin. Absolutely. Um, and just for listeners, um, Kevin is the son of Michael O'Regan and Michael is the announcer at Music Park, so his dulcet tones are heard at football and hurling matches. So Kevin, uh, you're following in good footsteps there. Um, okay, thanks, Kevin, for that. We will come back to more later on about the hurling, uh, obviously. But Pat, um, I think this week we'll be start off with the boxing. We have some ladies who performed well in Europe. Yeah, chair. I suppose it's only right we start with boxing. So that's that. They takes. <coughs> they deserve all the praise. It was a great couple of weeks for women's sport in general, with the women qu- qualifying for the World Cup for the first time. Soccer team, I should say. So the boxers, chair, the Europeans were held in the last two weeks there in Montenegro. Thirty countries competed in it, and um, no Russia were banned from it because Russia normally dominate. Them, it gave every other country a chance in the middle. They'd normally be hitting the middle table. Yeah. But it was a fantastic championships for Ireland. They won three golds, two silver and two bronze. That's seven medals in total. To go to. They were the top team in the tournament. They were voted uh, the top team. And uh, also... They won, sorry, they, yeah, they voted top team and for the first time in 111 years of the history of the Irish uh, Boxing Association they had, they had five boxers made finals. And three of them won gold medals, two won silver, and two bronze. It was the best boxing result of any competition, uh, men or women, Pat, twice. I believe, with the seven medals. Yeah, twice, yeah. yeah, unbelievable. And uh, Katie, obviously, Harrington, Harrington, Ger, um, E4 Rourke, and Amy Broadhurst were the gold medal winners. E4 Rourke, middleweight, and Katie was the first. Kelly Harrington, sorry, is the first Irish female boxer to defend the European title since, or sorry, E4 Oak since Katie. Katie, And Kelly Harrington, as I say, Amy brought no great surprise. Kelly Harrington won a medal. She's carried on from where she left off in the Olympics. Two silver medalists were Kathleen Friars and Teela Desmond. And Walsh and Christina Desmond won bronze medals. Now, Ger. Harrington has now matched Katie in winning Olympic, World and European gold medals. And Amy Broadhurst has won gold in World, Commonwealth Games and Europeans. And Amy was named Boxer of the Tournament as well. Was she? Yeah, and, and Ireland were named Team yeah, of the Tournament, so tournament. fantastic. Fantastic. And they, they were coached there by that... Um, Known as Zur uh, Anita, that fella that was there for years with Ireland, he was with uh, Katie Taylor's father there as well. He's still there. He's doing great work. Yeah, and obviously he's fed with that amount of talent. Yeah, and, 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 and when yeah. you consider Ger as well that the world champion Lisa O'Rourke was missing, she was out injured, so she could even easily have been a medalist yeah, as well. Yeah, that's right. You know, so it was fantastic, and they got a, a great reception coming home from to, uh, to Dublin there last Sunday. I was delighted for him anyway, and um, it just goes to show that women's sport, Kevin, is on the way up, and women's boxing, and I suppose a lot of that is down to Katie Taylor, and she it, she really 
uh, ploughed the furrow. Yeah, on she her did own, on her own. Yeah, for years. Yeah, behind her. yeah. So onwards and upwards, and uh, hopefully they can progress on more now for the next Olympics in 2024 yeah. but that one thing in relation to that Olympics isn't there a question mark over whether boxing will actually be part of well, it isn't the next one but it is for 2028 it's out for 24 is, an, is, is the last one at the moment yeah. well it is unless yeah. they change their minds yeah. okay. well. and that's because of the scandals Kevin in the last mm. Olympics and uh, and that you know with and all the, the, the whole scoring thing yeah yeah, yeah 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 to be an awful pity if it was because it's from nice perspective, perspective yeah yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah yeah and and the other thing in the boxing news Ger uh, Bernard Dunn uh, is heading off to India, India as right. a high performance coach yeah he's the second high performance coach we've lost obviously Walsh went to America okay, yeah. like we can't afford to be losing player, people of that quality it has gone very quiet again as regards to boxing. Board, isn't it here? You know, as regards the, the governance and well, I think the government laid down the law to him, they'd cut funding unless they, they got their act together. Did, so, I think there's a lot of stuff going on in the background. Did have a change there. of mind there regarding the Northern Ireland clubs, yeah. uh, where they had not allowed representation? I think at their AGM they had to go back and change it because the government put pressure on them. But it's a pity losing high performance people, really, yeah, it is. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And and I suppose you're before we leave the boxing, Kelly Harrington has a book out, ghost written by Roddy Doyle. She kept chasing Roddy to do the book. She, she, normally, yeah. she wouldn't write the book unless Roddy wrote it. Yeah. Or do the book. <laughs> now, Ger, you know, of course, the paper picks out the saucy spits of the book. I only read the preview on the paper and um, very critical of um, P. Taylor, who she was coming up along the ranks. Yeah. Her idol was, was, was obviously P.'s daughter, Katie. Katie. And she wanted, when she came up to the level, to spar with her. But Katie didn't want to spar with any of the women. She wanted to spar mm. with men. That's right. Remember, yeah. she was sparring with John Joe Nevin and all those guys. And the father f- facilitated this in his capacity as coach. So she was very critical of it. She said she admired Katie and she found it very hard being in the gym and not being allowed to spar with her <laughs> because she felt she would have improved. And he, she's blaming Pete for holding back the Irish women boxers. But now that he's gone, they've moved on. Yeah. Well, so, sure. That, you know. that, 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 those kind of uh, paragraphs in books will really sell. Do you know what I mean? I know, yeah, yeah. But there is, she's. Yeah. I think there would be a certain element of truth about it. Yeah. It looks like I. I kind of think reading it anyway. Yeah, you can, imagine, you can imagine the reason because yeah. Pete, being Katie's father, he was all for her, obviously, and her dream was to win Olympic medal. She did that, and now she's. Um, went on and obviously Pretty turned professional yeah. and all that. Without Pete as well, didn't well, yeah, well, they out from personal, fall out yeah, of yeah, personal, yeah, yeah, personal yeah. situations. Yeah. And he didn't hold her back. In fact, she no. blossomed after. Yeah, well, sure, Jerry, she's fighting again tomorrow night against some Argentinian. It should be if straightforward enough. Um, it's not uh, the opponent or the venue she'd have wished. She was no. open for Crow Park in yeah. a rematch. Yeah, yeah. But that might still come. Yeah. yeah. Well, the one isn't. It doesn't want to come no. to Dublin. Just like we hadn't had professional boxing in Ireland, so we were very years. Bernard Dunn Dunn. did a one-on-one world championship in the point. As they were great days, and sure, remember way back with Steve Collins down in Cork with Chris Eubank. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. incredible nights. You think you think those days would always be there, wouldn't you? Looking back on it, it's nearly like we landed in the moon. Like we hadn't had a boxing match in Ireland. Well, I think a factor sure was the whole thing with the Keenehans and all that thing. Was it wasn't the Regency Hotel thing? Kai Bosch. All that. It did, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Okay. 
Good to be Thanks a million. Um, obviously, boxing will be uh, a highlight of our years going forward, so we'll keep an eye on it. Um, the Formula One season, Pat, isn't uh, nearly coming to an end, is it? Yeah, obviously, we spoke but last night the title was wrapped up in the previous Grand Prix. The Grand Prix last weekend was in the USA. I suppose it, it was overshadowed somewhat in the build-up to it, Ger, with the death of the Red Bull's owner, That's an Austrian right. guy, a billionaire. He, he passed away on the eve of it. Um, I suppose it was an uneventful, was an uneventful race in one way. I suppose the, instance, the two instances in the race really were at the early stages. Um, on the opening lap, Ferrari's uh, Sanchez started on pole. He had a collision with uh, George Russell, the Mercedes driver. That's right. And um, Russell, like, was got a five-second penalty for causing the collision. Russell caught, was at fault for the collision. And the second incident early in the race was Fernando Alonso survived a horror shunt with... Um, his car was launched into the air. He slammed into the rear left tyre of Aston Martin driver Strolls. Oh, yeah. yeah. And how, how he still managed, he was spinning into barriers, um, Strolls did, but Alonso was able to get his damaged car back to the pits and for a new front wing before rejoining the race. But after these two instances, Jerry, it looked like plain sailing for Verstappen yet again. That's right. Until... Remember, we spoke there on previous shows about the pit stops yeah, this, year, stops, this season uh, had been a disaster. The show we, yeah. we spoke about the two um, Mercedes <coughs> coming in together. The yeah. Show, yeah. Well, first happened, or Hamilton, first of all, uh, pitched first for the second pit stop. That was straightforward enough. He was in, he was, he was in and out in no time. But first happened, pitched a lap later, and it was a disastrous pit stop for him because the pit crew had trouble changing uh, uh, a tyre, the front left tyre. He was furious inside in the pit. You should have called the AA. Yeah, well, he was effing yeah. and blind, and, and obviously Leclerc and, Ver- and and Hamilton powered ahead in while he was inside. You know, Ger, like one minute makes a big, oh, is a huge sorry, difference. John Healy would say 2.3 seconds yeah, to yeah, change yeah, the yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. to be fair to him, Ger, he, he settled down again, and um, he got back into the race eventually and he forcibly he passed Leclerc first who was driving well despite starting 12th on the grid. Yeah. yeah Leclerc did well like to get up that far up to the front. Oh, he did, he yeah. did indeed. And now Hamilton Ger, did put up a fierce battle and tried to hold off Verstappen for as long as he could but eventually obviously as the season has proven he's a, um, his car isn't as good as no, Red Bulls. No. So Verstappen passed him and from there home he was he was clear the race was his in from there in and with the win Ger, he has Got also the secured the championship yeah. the constructors championship for Red Bull yeah. and he, he's on 391 he is yeah. and the, the, the circuit moves on to Mexico on this coming Sunday that's right so there's three races left and obviously the yes, element of competition last year, yeah. Kevin went right down to the last lap at the last race. That's all gone this year. Now, what yeah. the constructors decided as well, there's nothing at stake. Hamilton, Jarrah saw in today's um, paper, he's, he's, he's opening negotiations to extend his he contract. Is, actually, yes. Yeah, 46 million a year he makes. Yeah. And he wants to stay uh, with Mercedes. He's with him all his life and he wants to stay with him until he's into his 40s yeah. so he's anxious to secure a new deal he's one year left of his existing deal 
But she is there. I had said in a couple of the shows in uh, recent times, we were looking at the possibility of not winning any race in this year's, this year's championship. championship. Yeah. It would be the first time in his 18 years. Wow. He hasn't won a one race. But it, it just, it just, the season did not go well. No. the car and everything yeah. else, you know. Yeah. So, look, it, 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 won't be, it won't have the same excitement as last year, but of course the races are all sold out anyway previously, so they, they're not losing money race-wise, but of course the excitement, they won't have, the viewing figures won't be as high as they yeah, were last year. Won't be as high, no, but I mean, yeah. uh, I said uh, that, that, that's, not, that's not a huge issue. So Verstappen is top anyway, 391, and yeah. Clark second and 267 pounds. So yeah. he, he can't catch him, so he's No, he can't there. catch him with, with three races yeah. left. Yeah. So Sergio Perez is taught, and he's from Mexico. Yeah, he so is. that's his home. Yeah, that's his home. Yeah, yeah, he'll be hoping to win that yeah. but of course Jerry, he's to step aside if if, uh, if they're strapping you know yeah yeah, yeah it's all about being yeah. number two but I wonder know. I wonder what it would that team in Mexico Pasha. well I, I'd say it I'd be maybe because yeah. his nickname is Checo but um, they're 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 expecting over 350,000 yeah. to turn up in Mexico at the weekend, yeah. you know, that's incredible. over the weekend it's yeah. incredible it's incredible absolutely. yeah absolutely um, and I suppose the other thing we spoke about Pat uh, was uh that salary that Red Bull exceeded the salary was it or the spin the spin yeah yeah they, they were fine seven million yeah it? they were yeah, yeah. not that that'll make much no that yeah. no they, 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 they did face possibility of being deducted points but that didn't happen no no. They were no, so no, good to find. They're way so. They've so, they had 656 yeah. team, uh, team uh, championship points anyway. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. Okay, good stuff, yeah, Mexico. But look, regardless of, of of the outcome, it'll be a great weekend in Mexico for the for Perez and Atwood, uh, yeah. 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 And he's, he's as you say, he's, just, he's the Red Bull second driver. Yeah. To be, as you say, interesting to see if. Um, if Verstappen is ahead, uh, will they allow Perez if he's up near them to pass him yeah, on? Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, absolutely. All right, great stuff, Pat. Again, uh, there's a lot of people that do enjoy the Formula One yeah. chat, and uh, we do ask people to uh, contact the station if they need, uh, if, they, if anyone out there wants to come in and, and contradict us or help us out or whatever. Everyone is free, absolutely. I think, lads, in fairness to um, uh, hopping the ball, I don't think we've ever discussed cricket. No, we haven't ever discussed cricket because personally I know nothing about it. Uh, I'm not sure about you, Pat, or you, Kevin. Very, uh, no, nothing about it either, yeah, to be honest. Right. Okay. <laughs> very, very little. So, well, in fairness to the Irish cricket team, they played the T20 in Australia uh, over the last couple of weeks and uh, they were due to play Afghanistan on Friday. Yeah. It was rained off. Um, so, they played Australia on Monday uh, in Brisbane, I believe. And hopefully the weather will be okay there. But they are level on points with England, New Zealand, Australia. The whole pile of them uh, are level on points. So Monday's games are going to be crucial. So, but the big thing was, let's we we beat English. So how good is that? And not for the first time in the Cricket World Cup, if my oh. limited cricket knowledge uh, is, is is right, I think, was it 2007 that they beat him in, in the West yeah, Indies, which was yeah. an incredible achievement. Shock and awe, they called it. Yeah, Shock yeah, and awe. Yeah, yeah. Beat him at their own game, yeah. But, uh, like, to be competing at that level, the T20 is probably the... Yeah. The the more I suppose sharper sharp, kind sharp of in because sharp it's into the time and yeah. um, you don't you don't go out for five days over it. Yeah, exactly. Sure, yeah. I mean there's a number of Irish players playing with England. Well there's a cross there's a cross. There's a cross, there's a cross yeah, yeah. Cross no, you could be playing with Ireland yeah. one year, you could be over yeah. <laughs> playing with England. I mean an Irish fella captain England there. That's right. In previous few few years, he was he was a top class player. Top class, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's It's kind of a gentleman's game, isn't it? But even just the curiosity of being able to transfer between countries as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
But, uh, but, but I always associate cricket with poshness, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, you do remember when, when <laughs> I spent that, uh, that yeah. in Kilkenny uh, County. It was, a, it was a famous cricket county before the GA was formed. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, they've transferred their cricket skills to Holland. So, yeah. yeah so, and Jerry, you know, the you know, funny thing, recently there, the day took place at Brian Mullins, and he was an excellent cricket player as well, apparently. Played cricket with Clontarf. When I was reading the trip, team, they said he was he was an all round sports person anyway in his early days, but he did play cricket with Clontarf. And of course, he played under 21. Rugby. rugby with oh, Leinster all round the lads yeah, yeah. Isn't what an athlete he was yeah. imagine yeah. him in this day and age with all the sports science yeah. that would have gone with it and to come back I, from the, the difficult car accident yeah. and injuries yeah, yeah, that he yeah, had yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and and Gerard, uh, we, I know we'll be talking about it a bit later on uh, the GA uh, all stars it was nice tonight when they paid tribute to all the people that had passed away associated with GA oh, there the yeah, years and had a message for all the club people yeah. around the country yeah. as well you know it was nice yeah. yeah good production yeah, yeah. as I say lovely. we have a lot more discourse on the GA side of it and yeah. with Pat all right okay yeah so look that's the cricket uh, section over guys I mean if there's anyone out there in uh, East Clareland who are uh, cricket aficionados please do contact us we'll bring you in we'll, uh, we'll, we'll grill you and get all the facts and figures but at the moment anyway us uh, plebs we'll just mention the fact cricket is played in Australia by Ireland okay guys um, we'll move on to uh, rugby Pat and I think we are in URC action again this weekend, are we? Yeah, the, le- okay. the last the, the, the last two weekends, here, the provinces, um, well, Connacht were beaten by Leinster. Yeah, Munster came back <coughs> after their defeat to Leinster. They beat the Bulls at home, thirty-one seventeen. Good result for them because the yeah. Bulls were going fairly well. Yeah. Now, they, of course, they're better at home. They don't travel as well. Don't play as well. And they travel. Um, uh, Ulster had a good win over in South Africa the first game the Lions they, uh, they beat them 39-37 no they, they were due to play the Sharks yeah, in the following last yeah, weekend but, yeah, but there was a, yes, yes yes so that was cancelled they do, usually double up when they go over yeah, South well, Africa yeah uh, Connacht last weekend had a good win over Scarlett's 36-14 again typifies Connacht up, up one week down another you know Leinster uh, beat Munster 27-13 now the other news for the the, the Leinster Kieran Reid, a New Zealander, was was seen above at a training session in Leinster. He was. There yeah, was speculation he, he could yeah. be taken over from Lancaster. No, yeah. the management played it down, saying he was only in the area. He just came in and took a session. But I'd say he was having a good look around the place and. Um, Lancaster obviously is leaving in June to join Racing. That's right. So I mean, if he signs, it would be a big, big signing for as a coach to to for Leinster. And interesting, Joe uh, Cheke, former Leinster coach. He, he's doubling up as a coach to Lebanon and, and, and in, the in the rugby league. Rugby league. First time you see a lad doing both courts, and and, uh, and they're going Ireland. fairly well. <laughs> and, yeah, and they beat Ireland. Yeah, they beat Ireland. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I suppose, Joe, we can look forward to the November series. The Irish uh, Farrell has announced the squad, and there's six uncapped players on it. That's right. Um, it's great to see no 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 new faces in. The six uncapped are Kieran Frawley from Leinster, Jeremy Lockman from Munster, Joe McCarthy from Leinster, Calvin Nash from Munster, Jimmy O'Brien from Leinster, and Keen Prendergast from from Connacht. Now, there's a number of big names out at the moment. Obviously, Eki is suspended. Andrew Conway is out injured. Uh, there's no sign of... Um, there's no sign of... of uh, Jordan Lamb or, or Errols. No, I don't know. Are they injured? Or what's the story of them? I think Errols is injured as well. Yeah. yeah. Lamb is unfortunate with injuries as well. But... Um, 
they're they're playing they're playing three weeks in a row. Um, they're playing South Africa. South Africa. South Africa yeah, they're playing South Africa and they're playing Fiji in the middle, and then they're playing. Um, Australia, Australia in the Australia. last match I suppose the game with Fiji would be the game where they'll give the that newcomers a run yeah. you know but um, it'll be interesting because like Eki got two months suspension eight weeks he's, 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 he has a bit of a reputation he's been sent off a couple of times you see I'm delighted to see like hopefully Stuart McCluskey will get a chance he's very underrated he doesn't get many caps a very talented chance. player yeah. but because he's up against obviously Hinshaw Eki and, and, and Ring, Ring Rose, Rose. to a real quality. There's a lot of competition for the, um, in the centres. So hopefully Ireland kick it on. It's a big year for Ireland, isn't it? Uh, with the World Cup coming up at the end of the season. Yeah, and, and we're working towards that. We're ranked yeah. number one in the world, so yeah. we flattered to this even yeah. every World Cup today. That's true, Kevin, yeah. And, and whatever about the newcomers comers, the old stager of Johnny Sexton is still hanging around there as well which well that's the worry in part we want him to stay hanging around until the World Cup yeah. really we, have, we kind of need him don't we? But the, yeah. his longevity is yeah. remarkable yeah. with the history he's had with injuries and that resilience he has, he has to just have that hunger to but keep uh, coming uh, back Worley Kevin he's streets ahead of, of the opposition he's his position isn't he all the time at 38 yeah. years of age yeah. Like. Yeah. he taught the lads coming up like Calvary and those guys will be making some impact <coughs> not no. Not no. even close, really. No, no. no. Well, like it was unfortunate. Jared, I suppose the closest challenger team was was Jackson until Jackson, that yeah. instant, That's and you know, and that yeah. kiboshed him. Unfortunately, I, I suppose Carberry initially, and he might come good yet. I suppose he's yeah. still a relatively young man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very prone to injuries, very prone Kevin, to injuries. and doesn't get a decent run. Then he was put in full back there for months yeah, or in another right. game. That's right. And yeah. he can be shocking one day and brilliant another yeah. day. Consistency. It goes, yeah, I suppose when you're it's, injured it's and coming, you're trying yeah. to get back. and Yeah, yeah but it's in, his longevity is remarkable. Yeah, it is. Unbelievable, but we'll see. We, we have the full the month of November anyway to see how, where, where we're at as regards yeah. some of the some of the outcomes yeah yeah, um, yeah. there's a couple of exciting players young, younger players like I mean Mac Henson like he's, he's going well with Connacht and this Robert Belkanoon there from Holster uh, yeah a very a very good winger as well so like there's talent there but uh, if anything happens Sexton I'd be worried I suppose the game in the three the three the major game the in the three game series is against South Africa next yeah. Saturday I guess yeah. isn't it yeah. Yeah. the first game the first yeah. game yeah yeah, yeah. Just to notice there, lads, uh, just going back to the club scene, uh, Munster have picked up a few Wasps players to cover for injuries, Pat. Yeah, Ryan, yeah. Uh, Ryan, John Ryan is back uh, for a couple of months and he's straight into the team this he's, weekend. Yeah. yeah, there's also talk that uh, Paulo Cardinal's nephew yeah. will make his uh, debut. Yeah. And if he does, he'll be the youngest player to play yeah. a professional with Munster. Well, round yeah, three, in does. fairness, Tim is giving young lads, is, younger yeah. lads, a chance. I don't know, is it by, is it because of the injuries, or he's just trying to experiment? Are they using this to try and find a, yeah. a strength and depth? Yeah, the long picture. Yeah, the long picture. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know. So yeah, so uh, yeah, so the, the autumn series will have plenty to keep us occupied and in fact over the month of November. Yeah, and anything else that pops up. Um, yeah, so there's nothing else in the rugby. Uh, how did our locals go on Scarlet? I think they won last weekend, as far as I know. Did I see Mr. Devaney put up something on Facebook? 
Happy out. Okay. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye. That's the that's the East Clare All Stars, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the East Clare All Stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the best hurlers, footballers. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, I think that's the. Yeah, I think that's the. Yeah, most of them playing uh, All Stars this weekend. Yeah. Dallas and Leicester and Connacht are away to Osprey. So yeah. All right. Also, Josh van der Flair, he won the uh, Player of the Year. Yeah, and deservedly so. Yeah. He had a fantastic season yeah. last year. That's right. Yeah. 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 And uh, Nave Jones won the women's player of the yeah. year, so again, fair player, well done. And uh, Van de Flair won the European player of the year, Patrick. Yeah, he, he did, yeah. Well. yeah. All right, guys, okay, so look, we move on now to uh, the footy game, soccer. Uh, we don't have Willie here to give uh, us his love of uh, Liverpool or Johnny, his love of Man United. Kevin, are you, have you a team? Uh, an interested observer without any great affiliation <laughs> to anybody. I, once I get a bit of a opportunity to hop ball in certain <laughs> locations, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and and I suppose your Stevie G was sacked, and uh, last after last weekend, and they won during the week team with their new caretaker. They were manager appointed, a former Arsenal manager uh, was appointed. Um, so they won at the weekend, and I suppose. The Northern Ireland sector manager as well, uh, Bert Clough. He's, he's gone. He's gone as well. So yeah. they're looking for a new manager. And we spoke about the women there to start here. The World Cup draw was made for them. So they're, they're with um, Australia, Canada and Nigeria. And obviously the World Cup is over in Australia, in Australia New Zealand. Yeah. So they'll have lots of support, but they are playing Australia but as well. They will have as much support. They will have as much support as any team out there. Yeah. They will have as much. Yeah. There's no question yeah. about it. No question about that. No. You know. And um, in the Champions League, Chair, sure, City were already through and Helen went off injured or went off anyway. Uh, substitution, they missed the penalty when he wasn't playing. So they, 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 um, Liverpool, Liverpool won yeah, and yes. Arsenal in the Europa League were beaten their first loss, but they're already through as well. United obviously won. So Spurs, if Spurs had won, like to be guaranteed to Yeah, so they have to yeah. win their last yeah, match their against Villarreal, isn't it? Yeah, so like uh, there those games are on this coming week. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. You know, right. there's three weeks left. I think including this weekend, two after this weekend Ooh, before yes. the World Cup then uh, starts. Yeah. You know that, and the league goes in a break, so that some of the players that hadn't gone will have a month off. So it's a unusual break for a lot of players, isn't it? Middle of the year like that. Okay, fellas, maybe in Norway and Finland they have this break yeah. every winter, but unusual for the rest of the Premiership and yeah. the rest of the of the teams. But I suppose the likes of the European yeah. competitions have been so much. The earlier stages have been so oh, yeah. so yeah. so much condi- condensed now, haven't they? Yeah, they have. They're at the yeah, last yeah. sixteen yeah, now, yeah, kind yeah. of heading towards. It's amazing how quickly it has gone down to last sixteen. Yeah, yeah, and the World Cup. Right. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be interesting. It's, yeah, it will be interesting, and it's it's, it's it's. I suppose it's putting pressure on squad. You know what I mean? Mm. If we look at uh, City or Arsenal or Spurs or United or any of the teams like that are playing weekend and the following weekend, the following midweek as well, like you know. Yeah. yeah, but even for the international managers as well, they normally have a lead in of maybe right. probably four, five, six weeks with the majority of their players right. before uh, a major tournament like that would start. Whereas literally, they're probably going from leaving the pitch and going on to play in the yeah in the World Cup in Qatar. Yeah. All right. Okay, Pat, is that it's from the old, the old footy? Well, no, we have the League of Ireland here. Um, it's wrapped up, Pat, wrap, it's, ra- it's wrapped up, yeah. yeah. Rovers yeah. won the league toward in a row. Rovers from the beginning. Ro- they were. Yeah, uh, yeah they were. And um, 
the last time the last show he's tightened up a bit uh, Derry City Derry yeah, and Rovers yeah. were dropping points yeah. but the last two games Rovers only drew with Drogheda but Finn Harps only drew with Shells 1-1 and then uh, last week they only drew with Sligo so or, yeah, during the week uh, they only drew with Sligo and they handed the title to Rovers oh, because yeah. the two games done they can't be caught Rovers are seven points up because after last weekend Rovers beat Pets 4-1 That's right. and they were in European action last night uh, they finished their group yeah. against Gint yeah. only, they drew with them one all they were 12 minutes away from winning it but young lad uh, a young fella the Irish under 21 he was put off yeah but um, Rovers have to play Derry now this weekend and um, their last match against UCD so the three in a row done and um, the big game is supposed to, it's actually on tonight UCD are playing Finn Harps and if Finn Harps lose that they're gone they're a point behind um, they've been struggling for a long time they're, they're a point so. behind UCD and UCD play Rovers in their last match but you just don't know what Rovers will do when mm. the, the title won exactly. and the other thing in the FAI Cup semi-finals are on as well the last two weeks uh, as expected Derry beat Treaty 2-1 no Treaty went up to Derry and played them and 2-1 isn't a bad result for Treaty Watford lost at home to Shells yeah, so it's a Shells Derry final that'll wrap up the season then domestically you know, so and I suppose you're just to wrap up in Clare. Uh, it was League Cup finals, the first division and second division finals around the weekend. Shannon Town beat, beat Shannon Hibbs 1 0, and Innes Dons beat Hermitage 1 0 in the t- second division final. Yeah. Yeah. And in the league, you're, unfortunately, our neighbours, Mount Shannon, yeah. are still waiting. Still struggling. Yeah. yeah, they have no points, and Tola have only one win out of right. four. Yeah. So it just shows a bit of a step up. Yeah, well, Mount Shannon. Only barely hung on last year. Remember, we discussed that in detail last year. Or remember, they got points off Connolly. There was points taken off and given to them That's over right. the uh, technical situation with registering of players. That's remember, right. That's yeah. yeah. Right. So the league is still early doors. Uh, really, some teams have played more games than the other, but it'll be the usual suspects. Avenue and Newmarket up the front, maybe Lifford uh, to a small, uh, lesser extent. So. Very good, Pat. Thanks a million for that, for that round up. Yeah. Okay, I think that looks after the association football section of the programme, guys. And uh, I think uh, we've had um, a lot of activity on the GA fields and also off the GA fields. So there's a lot to discuss, really. But I think, in fairness to uh, to Kevin, Kevin will start with intermediate Holland final player last Saturday in uh, Cusick Park. Right. And um, I suppose you can wear your taller hat here, Kevin, with it out. Well, I was hoping, there's no point in nine, I was hoping they would win. And like I said earlier, I had a little, he's nearly five now. He was roaring his little heart out for, for Tola, which was enjoyable to see. And he, he very much enjoyed the game. Um, I enjoyed the game myself as well, I have to say, in, in like, like it's typical as we know from being Ro- Rowan mm, and Killinane mm, over yeah, the years. Yeah. There's so much, Gerard, there's so much at stake in those games, isn't there? Sure, sure. And it's really, um, the effort and the intensity of it is incredible. Um, Tull would be desperately disappointed not to have come out on top. Uh, they definitely had the chances in, in, in normal time. Um, and when it went to extra time, really, there was only one winner, St. Joseph's took over and there were Dominant from the as soon as extra time yeah. started until it finished, they were completely dominant. Um, like one of the factors, I guess, chances were missed on both sides, it had to be said. Um, but uh, Tulla, particularly in the first half, they created 
lots of goal chances. Lots of goal chances. And um, even point chances as well, maybe taking on shots that they shouldn't have taken on and, and maybe wrong de- wrong decisions, maybe taking a man on might have created an overlap or a free. Um, but young team, like it, it is a young team, some elder statesmen and I, I think it would be remiss not to mention the likes of Paul Lynch, Paul Lynch and, Sha- and, and Sean, Sean Torpy, Torpy yeah. who are outstanding last Saturday I thought like you, you you look for leaders we were talking about Ronaldo there a few minutes ago 38 year old I'm sure yeah. not sure their dates of birth but I'm, they're closer if not older than that both Paul and Sean and as we said Paul Madden as well on the Joseph side in, in goal, goal probably in a similar vintage they're outstanding like and it kind of shows just the the spirit of GA like Brian Cody often refers to spirit and each of those kind of veterans referred to during the course during the, during the matches last weekend um, yeah I think Jim, Jim Mack the taller manager said afterwards it's up to them to learn from that um, they've been trying to get to the to get to the final over the last n- number of years and right. get out of the intermediate since they went down they've got to the final now they, they learn from it again Kilinena lost finals before the 1-1 Rowan it seems oh, to be an intermediate trade it here, does it, it, does. Fairness, it does it absolutely yeah. it absolutely yeah. is um, I, I'm sure they will learn from it um, like there's a rising tide like we spoke about earlier in, yeah. in Tala GAA um, the one thing that I will say is is we've kind of spoke about it earlier on the week with Leo and Pat and Danny in, in another show, but um, the the difference in standard between intermediate and senior, it, there's a significant gulf there. And it'll be interesting to see how Joseph's will get on next year. There's, they have some really classy hurlers, uh, young hurlers. There's a really impressive guy, wing back, Adam Mungovan, very yeah, impressed with him. Fionn Kelleher, very good. Davy Conroy has been on the, yeah, around around the yeah, scene a long yeah, time. Yeah. He's a classy player, though. Yeah. Really, really good last yeah. weekend. And, they, and Conor Tierney was injured, wasn't he? He wasn't done at all. Was Conor Tierney got yeah. injured against Corfin in the semi final. Right, and yeah. he had a huge influence during the course of that game. Yeah, right, right. And, um, um, and he, there's a touch of class about him, yeah, a, a, a difficult forward to deal with. Um, but Joseph's the club that they are, like the resources they have, the facilities they have, um, they are a senior club and they're a dual senior club now. They're a dual senior club now, they are, yeah, and you'd hope that they would have the population coming through to populate more coming through, uh, Kevin, in fairness. Yeah. You know, um, but uh, yeah, you know, but I mean, they, they, barely, they barely got over Corafin, right? Uh, in in a in a of her good a tough intermediate semi final, and uh, they they dug it out uh, enough to get into extra time against Tulla, and uh, as you say, they they dominated the second this this the, the extra time period. And and the man who who really kind of took over next term is Alan O'Neill. Alan O'Neill. I absolutely, he, like yeah. a tour de force, really, yeah. and and cr- and credit to him. Like yeah. he, I suppose, his hurling abilities been there to see for years but he showed I thought real leadership and kind of a, a kind of a force of will okay we're going to get over the line here today um, so credit to him which is credit to him but also to Alan when you, when you go to play Joseph's he could be facing you from centre back or he could be inside full forward yeah you know, exactly it, depending on who they play where they put him and they can even change him up during games like, you know? and, and one of the kind of moments that comes to my mind last weekend like Alan O'Neill and Davy Mack, two of the kind of marquee yeah. players, in extra time, 
Davy went to take a shot for a point around the middle of the field. Who was there to hook you? Okay. Alan O'Neill turned the ball over and went over to Barrett the other end. To me, it was quite, almost like the nail in the coffin to yeah, Tolla yeah. and, and the heads dropped after that and, and kind of just, the game just finished really as a contest, I, I guess, after that. Yeah, indeed. but that um, was a big turning point. Huge. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was, yeah. But disappointed, as I say, I'll have the Tulla hat on. I was disappointed for the lads. I know a lot of them quite well. Um, I've met them since and they were desperately disappointed. Yeah. But they're young and they'll come back oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah hopefully yeah. anyway see, that, see you Kevin uh, that, that's the key really they've got to an intermediate final they've lost but they're a young team okay yeah uh, lots of teams get to intermediate finals a win and then they're they're going over the top and they're, they're slipping Kilinina was a case in point we got to three or four finals won one when we won it in our team had kind of reached its peak, peak yeah. and then yeah. weren't able to compete yeah. at senior level so that, that's interesting well done to Michael Gilfile Pat you're off yeah. man, and uh, a very passionate man on the sideline as we all know but um, I think in fairness to Gilla he put his heart and soul into it as will as did Brian midfield from and uh, so there's another brother there isn't there in the backroom team I think which, which, which yeah, Mike, the so, twin, yeah, yeah the twin yeah uh, yeah, the intermediate championship is a very difficult championship to win. We all know that. And and and, and Kevin, like I'd say, the first day Tolle went down and got beaten by Ogunla, it wasn't looking great. So they came back, recovered from that, and got to the final. I thought in the normal time they were probably the better team. Whereas Kevin alluded to, they fell away an extra time. Now I would question one or two of them didn't look deficient. That you know it appeared that way anyway. Um, Joseph's looked a fitter team, especially for the extra time. Yeah. You pay. You were talking mentioned there two of the stalwarts at Tulla. I know Paul Lynch fairly well. Um, I was involved in the backroom with Claire logistics side with Tom Gilfile years ago. The miners and Paul was on that panel. He won a, a, a county medal, of course, with him when the one, yeah. But Sean Torpy, like he's living above in Kilimona, up that direction, and like he's fierce dedicated to keep coming back to Tolla. He could easily transfer it, yep. you know. Oh. Maybe his father wouldn't let him, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's. I know, like it's a lot. It's hard to get back to a final. Um, it's all very well saying you get to final, you go on next year and win it. Now Joseph's a very disappointed over what happened last year. They, there was all this sorts of rumours with the referee and this thing, this, that and the other would kill a low. Yeah. But they were very determined to win this year. But, jeez, uh, there's a big step up, as you say, to win. I think, myself, structure-wise, there's a big difference between the top teams and intermediate and the lower-ranked teams and intermediate as oh, well, well, Kevin. I, I, I would say, Pat, uh, that, and especially with the way the intermediate is coming up now with Sitter uh, Bryans and Whitey at back down. Yeah. And, you know... Uh, and two more senior right, teams coming down next year. That's right. And and, yeah. and your bottom half of your intermediate yeah. is probably going to be a junior. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, or else if they bring, or else bring in something like a premier intermediate. Yeah, like they have in Limerick and Cork. Yeah. yeah. We we had this conversation in another show with Leo and Pat and Danny during the week. Did you solve it? <laughs> we didn't, but we had we, we had this exact conversation oh, yeah. um, about the, the golf at the yeah. top of senior to the bottom of senior um, even from the bottom of senior to the top of intermediate yeah. not to mind the top of intermediate yeah, yeah. Um, and really like I suppose one solution is kind of 
less teams in each maybe yeah. 12 senior teams 12 intermediate teams and have a really really good Junior A championship as well yeah. Um, yeah. like to think that uh, the Banner or Junior A representatives in the Munster mm. club sure. competition they were beating the semi-final of the championship yeah. in, in Junior A championship do you know like we've a lot of second teams playing in intermediate more, there's more there's more now than I ever remember uh, yeah. playing uh, second teams like from the bridge or from either Kilimona or from, yeah. from Lara or the whoever, bridge were probably know? always there Clarecastle oh, yeah. There for a lot of times yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, in the in the intermediate championship, we won in twenty twelve in Rouen. We beat Crosheen's second team in the final, which is an incredible achievement by Crosheen at the time. Right, yeah. Usually, yeah. kind of yeah. showed their dominance and the, the how 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 uh, right, the resources yeah. they had at the time. And great credit to them. Yeah. We were lucky to beat yeah. them as well. Yeah, Joseph yeah. will be hoping to stay up senior next year at the very least, anyway, because they don't have to suffer what Killaloo Smith O'Brien did to go back down. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. twelve months after going up, you know. But I, I think they're probably better equipped to stay up yeah. than than Tulla might have been if they had went if they had gone up because uh but yeah, like I'd imagine that's their number but one. Like, Tuller oh, yeah. will be disappointed because like they missed the penalty and they missed mm. you know penalty miss is a big miss in, in a final. It's a big score, like you know. But Paul Madden perhaps some great saves as well for Joseph's to give him credit, like um Joseph's are playing Causeway from Kerry in the first round of oh, intermediate. They're senior, senior in Kerry, like yeah, yeah. they're senior. Yeah. But I think I don't. The Limerick intermediate final, Brough are hovering around there. They're, they're due, the winners there are due to meet Brough, and uh, I think in the next round of it. That no, that's obviously Sean, Sean Finn's Sean club. They're in the intermediate uh, final. Uh, that's yeah. I think that's on this weekend along with the senior final in Limerick. Am I open to correction? Are in the Pearshig second team in the intermediate final? Yeah, it could be. Uh, it could, could be. No, could be yeah, yeah. But there's different intermediate yeah. grades. Yeah, there's there Premier. In the British Premier intermediate. Yeah, and yeah. intermediate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but Oshin yeah. O'Brien done a fierce work with Joseph's um, chair, a young coach, mm. retired kind of from playing at a young age. But, uh, was Oshin with Partey in the year before, Pat, or two years ago? He was, he was with Partey yeah. the year before, before, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Very good, yeah. very good coach, apparently. Fair, fair you know. I suppose just before we move on from Tola and that, I just want to, I suppose, on behalf of the programme here, to sing condolences to Jim McInerney and David and James Mothers oh, yeah. passing there a few weeks there before the final. So um, just acknowledge that, and I suppose the family had, uh, had that to deal with as well. Um, okay, let's we'll move on. So to the following day, we had uh, the clash of Belly and Airog, um, and again, Kevin, as you mentioned, hooks, tack, uh, blocks, and tackles. I think Tony Kelly's hook on Shane O'Donnell was one of the highlights of that game. Without a doubt, yeah. and, and the ball popped out into or into Carl county football or Carl O'Connor, and he nailed it from out in the, out in the sixty-five over and over underneath the shed, and yeah. a, a great score. And uh, so that equalised it, and then the, the, the DC free put him put him put him it a is. point up. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's a. It's one that got away for Airog. I'm sure that's what they'll think about. Like, was it in the 58 minutes or three points up? Three um, points up. You, we were we were yeah. there and we were watching. We were saying they need to fort. Yeah, but they yeah. didn't get it. And, and what? Like credit to Bellier. Like they did the same pretty much. Dinah Kilmona last year and Carlo Connor was heavily involved in that as well. Not to mind Tony, but uh, yeah, Tony's hooking Shane O'Donnell. Oh, like where did he absolutely. come from? And he hooked him. And yet, and when the ball broke, there was three. By the way, Paul Flanagan got the ball and pa- popped it out. I mean, just talk about coolness. Mm. Yeah. 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 But Kevin, the talk coming into the final was that Shane O'Donnell was unmarkable. Yeah. And Paul Flanagan, I thought Paul Flanagan's only for a good skill with the game and well, did a great job. Well, in I it. was standing pet, was directly across from Shane in the first half. Not one ball came near yeah. him. No. I mean, they always disturbed him. A ball. No, yeah. maybe Bellier were doing their job out the field. 
it kind of suited Belly Age or just cluttered kind of in around where Shane was in well I thought one key man to that was Jack Brown yeah like even if the ball was coming in like I I'd say the, the Aeroke half back to midfielders were looking up and they could only see Jack Brown. I'd say it himself <laughs> because, and that's one of the reasons I'd imagine I thought he plays yeah. such a clever, yeah. intelligent game oh, yeah. um, and protected yeah. Paul incredibly well. And yeah. Paul well able to look after yeah, manage Shane yeah, O'Donnell's right, yeah. calibre. Yeah. Like to think, okay, in the last couple of minutes, uh, Shane O'Donnell, the hook from Tony and Gary mm-hmm. Brennan blocked him down a, a minute or two after that. But other than that, I don't think he'd even an attempt of a shot at yeah. goal during the no, course of the game. Yeah. And he'd ran right in the championship up to yeah. the yeah. And sure, Kevin, the biggest talking point in was the change of the free taker yeah. at the end. I mean, it was... The, and, and, and like, then you had the player storming off Russell after yeah. the match and going away in his gear uptown. Yeah. That was a major talking point. And then, of course, some of the decisions of the referee was a talking point as well. Yeah. Certainly, if you were from Bellier, if they lost by a point, I don't know what would happen after the match. Yeah. I thought the umpire... It was one umpire, obviously. I felt anyway strongly about it. He shouldn't have umpired the match because he's he's from Ennis, living in Shannon, and uh, I felt he shouldn't have in, he shouldn't have um, been umpiring the game because, like, uh, when you're from an area, it's just like you moving to Tulla. You wouldn't fancy umpiring for Rowan in a county final. No, you, well, you, you you'd step you're back. Natural, yeah, yeah. He should have stepped back. Yeah, or been asked to step back. You know. So, like, when you're talking about a referee and talking about a decision made by the management, they're the two major talking points for as far as I was concerned. Anyway, after the county final, but like you said correctly, Aero, or Bellier have done it the hard way. They've come late in matches this year to win, but the experience of winning championships has stood to them. Or, Oh yeah, they, they just did not panic. Yeah, no. did not panic. Yeah, no. they can they can do the necessaries and just get on with it. Yeah. and then like Niall DC's goal, lads, you know, he held off two of them there and he just buried it. Buried yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah. having that said, Chair, I thought the Bellier keeper was at fault for their raw goal. What happened there? Because I said, the family kind of was such a far into that as well. Did he drop yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, and just uh, really kind of pushed it, pushed over, it over the line. The line yeah, um, but like if you had said, I don't think many would have said Shane O'Donnell would be held scoreless in the final. As you say, he'd been he brilliant all year. Not to mind Shane O'Donnell. Okay, they've really got to push over yeah, yeah. goal, but yeah. he was held scoreless. He was scoreless yeah, other yeah, than yeah, that yeah, as well. Yeah. Talk about talk about uh, doing your job. Yeah, they call it the end. Like. I, I, the one thing I will say about it, it seems to be a call from the line and it's going to be talked about I'm sure yeah. in years to come above in the clubhouse in the Rogue um, which I in first, I think is a little bit unfortunate and disingenuous to what Matty Shannon has given and oh, how much he's improved yeah. the Rogue over the last number of years and it just shows how things change from the previous game the I thought it was a genius move moving David Reedy into the full forward line against the bridge yeah. it was the winner of the match no question oh, no. about it that obviously came from the line and then a couple of weeks later looks what happened and 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 how much and how long it will be remembered because people won't remember no. the move of putting Reedy into the full no, forward line no, the previous no, day no. Um, and yeah it's a pity that that's what Matty's legacy, if he, whether he stays on or not, is is potentially going to be, because um, he's he's done fantastic work. Like definitely, and I suppose really taking on Jerry O'Connor as coach as well as a big help. But mm-hmm. what really stood to it all this year was they were able to dis- be disciplined enough and grounded enough to stay going, and stay going, and stay going in games where they could have been yeah. out from. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the other yeah. thing too, um, he was a major influence in some of their games. Especially after shaky start, it was Keno D. I thought he was held. He hadn't his usual influence in the game. And last Sunday compared to the bridge match. 
Even though he tied, he tied up Tony a lot, I thought. Yeah, the well, I don't think Tony's fully fit, though, yeah, Kevin. Yeah, he, he he did his piece of magic yeah, in the first yeah, half yeah, as yeah. well, you know. He should have scored the goal, though. Yeah. When he was, you know, I would have put a house and he scored yeah. the goal in the first half, yeah, yeah. you know. But like that said, Eroge um, will be disappointed, that, that, as you say, three points up with 58 minutes. Yeah. And it totally reminded me of the Josephs, uh, Josephs and Eroge uh, junior final, chair. It yeah. was kind of the same scenario. Eroge uh, looked a better team. Four points up. Uh, four points team, up. Yeah. And Josephs knapped on, never gave up and oh. scored the last few points to win the game by a pint. It's an awful way to lose a final losing by a pint. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and there's no guarantee you'll be back again next year. Uh, now, I believe they rogue they met to follow night in the footballers part of them to get him back into groove for tomorrow uh, next yeah, Sunday, Sunday uh, yeah. the football yeah. final. But like it's a long road back to county final yeah. from tonight, so from last Sunday. And the road that Eroge have been on for the last couple of years yeah. has yeah. been getting the semi finals and narrowly yeah, beaten. Yeah, yeah, so and look at just this yeah. year. Right? And also, Kevin, it's, it reminds you of the same. With, okay, there's less players maybe, but there's seven or eight at the same time. Like Cracklow, it's very hard to keep the two going year very in, hard. year out. Very, very, very hard to keep it going. Yeah. I suppose I'm just glad to acknowledge uh, what Belly have done. Is it four county since t- titles? 20, since 2016. 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. That's some incredible achievement, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like they made big calls. They left off uh, O'Connor and put, started Brennan, who had only came back. Okay, he was a sub again the bridge. He only came back for the semi final and so final. And O'Connor came on and got the point. Martin yeah. O'Leary came on and got a point, on. you know. Yeah, they yeah, weren't, uh, and, and the other thing, Kevin, that, uh, that struck me was a rogue brought on no sub. They had a blood sub for, for a few minute minutes. Yeah, for Kieran yeah, Russell. Ian McGrath came on for a few minutes. Yeah. For I thought Russell, yeah. Thomas Downs, I thought Downs was a regular there up to last year, yeah. this year. I thought he might have been brought and on. Just that impetus of energy yeah, exactly, as well yeah, would, yeah. would have helped. You need to use the squad these days. Yeah. There's no point having subs sitting mm-hmm. above the stand if we're not oh, going to use yeah. them. And I'm sure that's going to be some of the questions, questions that have been, been asked that's more than one occasion during the course. I mean, I wouldn't be a manager for love nor money, but when you have 60 minutes on the sideline to make decisions, and, yeah. and it's just damned, damned and if the time, you do and the county final flies yeah definitely okay so that's um, the senior intermediate the, the bridge won which junior they won the, they won the junior, B. junior B so they, have, they won the junior C and the junior B so they have a team in senior intermediate junior A and junior B the question is, will they enter a fifth team the for junior C? It should have been, because they seem to have numbers coming yeah, through. Yeah. You know, there was fellas in that junior B team that were playing senior in a few years, I believe. Yeah. They were just young fellas coming through. Yeah. It, you know, yeah, but even I think I saw the programme for the junior C final that they're in. There was 32 or 33. Was in the Absolutely. The resources yeah, they have and how they're able to manage them logistically yeah. wise is... Uh, is a, is, is amazing in itself. It is amazing. But uh, yeah, so that's congratulations to the bridge on, on those wins, lads, in fairness. Um, I, I just I suppose just going back to um, the two senior all the finals John Bugler did that final John needs first year really refereeing so congratulations to John from Highgate Kevin Corey from the bridge did the intermediate final and Jarlett Donland from Hull Tones did the senior final so you know generally Jarlett I thought did fine there was a lot of two calls but they'll go they'll go in games anyway so um, generally I think went fine and uh, handled the game well um, so that's the holding at the moment um, just at the 20 under, is it, are we under 20 or under 21 under 21, 21, 21, 21, 21 kicking, yeah. off, tomo- kicking off this weekend it actually just, kicked off yeah. during so the week Thursday night I think uh, there was one game played Thursday night yeah Broadford were playing with Tones I'm not sure what the result of that was result of it, no, yeah. no. 
Um, so but, yeah, so that's, that's Scarlet for favourites to win it. Twenty twenty one A. So they have three. They have Crashy, Rogers, and uh, Hartigan. You know, yeah. they're all senior players. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, um, I mean, so Rogers is unmarkable. At under twenty one, you'd imagine. You'd imagine. You know, totally, yeah. Yeah. the ironic thing is, he'd be over age. It's under twenty. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but he's under twenty one, so. Okay, and in, in the, and that that kind of does a does a does, does a backdoor system, I think. In yes, everything so gets two chances. Two chances, chances yeah. yeah. Which is like it is like this final. I think is on the week before Christmas, yeah. and like yeah. the weather pitches are softening yeah. up now. Yeah, yeah. So it'll, it'll be matches played under lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. be played under lights. Yeah. 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 yeah, and uh, I think the under sixteen is holding this uh, yeah. start as well. Pat, all right. Yeah. I say so. Uh, talk about here, Oak. They're in the senior football final the weekend, Pat. Yeah, they're, they're the be- yeah. in my opinion, they're the best team in the football. Yeah. I, I, I'm not at all surprised in the final. I think they'll win it. In this time, and remember, we we were coming back from so much. We listened to the exciting penalty shootout. Um, they had a uh, they beat Kilmory and they beat Breckins. Uh, they weren't expected to be either. That said, they have a lot of success at juvenile level the last few years, yeah. and they've a very young team. I saw somewhere where there's very few of the team that was in the final back in 2018 still playing uh, senior football. And that's only that, four years. Yeah, that's only wow. four years. Yeah, like Lawrence Healy, who was on that team, mm. was playing intermediate this year. We only came on the last day against um, Kilmory and Brecon, but they've done it the hard way. Erog, in fairness to him, shows the strength of depth of football. They're missing five of the team from last year. Certain team. Certain team, like the guy from Rowan, Conan Hannafin, David yeah. Reed, he's playing football this year. Nathan Murray has gone and, and, and gone travelling, yeah. And uh, they're missing, they're missing five, I think, altogether. And um, there they are again in the final without right. too much right. hassle, really. And you'll have to say, I think Paul Madden is a great manager, I think he has a yeah. great way with lads as well, you know, in fairness to him. Yeah, and they yeah. seem to have worked well with the hurling management in relation to the training. Yeah, I think they've done the, whole, the combined resources for the physical side of it at the start of the season, and that's so I think they'll win it anyway. But to be great to see in a Steinman win it now. Malone's the last in a Steinman, he's injured. Obviously, David Fitzgerald will be taking it easy tonight at all stars if he's playing midfield or whatever he, in the forwards he could play for Ian Simon they're missing Kevin Heher he, he think he suffered a serious ke- uh, knee injury against uh, Kilmurray it is yeah. it is yeah now if Kilmurray were in the final Kevin they'd be saying it could go either way but Erog for my book will win it I think Erog will win it anyway one question I'd say is just it's going to be difficult there's a crossover about nine players if not more yeah. between yeah. the hurlers and the, interme- yeah. and the footballers so there's going to be hangover from last weekend for the footballers. Um, but you'd imagine that Airog are very, very hot favourites. Yeah, and, and I'd say they'd have ambitions even to do be competitive beyond the county final on, on Sunday. But then again, Dunderdog and Inna Simon, like, yeah. and you mentioned Lawrence, Lawrence Healy, Pat, like I'd say he's around for, I think somebody mentioned to me during the week, year 2000 when he's made his championship Good debut. God. We talk about Paul Lynch and, Paul Lynch and Sean Torpy and yeah. the yeah. incredible servants. Which are, Healy, was, Healy has taught a lot of the lads that are playing with him at right. school. Right, yeah. They've yeah. gone through his hands. Lads, we are nearly recent in the time, but we can't go without mentioning our three All-Stars. OK, Pat, read them off there. Yeah, yeah. It is. Congratulations from all of us, obviously, to Shane O'Donnell. First one. David Fitzgerald, first, first one. one. And obviously, Tony Kelly, who's, who's now clears, along with Lohan and Jamesy, James, yeah. four, four All-Star, All-Star awards. Yeah, yeah. Um, all well-deserved, in my opinion. Fitzgerald got 217 from play yeah. from midfield, uh, half-forward for Clare this year. O'Donnell uh, had a fantastic year, uh, came back after concussion the year before. And obviously, Tony Kelly's Munster final performance was unreal. So, 
uh, credit that uh, nice spread six six new pl- six players for the first time in. I'm happy to say, Jared, the team I picked the night before there, 14 at the 15. Yeah. came out Sean uh, Finn yeah. yeah I kind of Mikey Buckler held Tony scoreless yeah. and he got young player of the year you know yeah. but yeah. Uh, yeah it is great I'm delighted for Shane O'Donnell and, uh, his first stars mm. they're fantastic, right, yeah. oh, fantastic. You know? yeah, right. and you're not to forget tomorrow night uh, Saturday night uh, the underdogs are playing Waterford and that's live on TG Cahill yeah, I mean yeah Kinane from O'Gunlow is playing Keane O'Rourke and uh, from Shannon and Evan, and, and Evan McMahon yeah, and, and yeah and I don't know I think Killian Finnessy is in around the squad there as yeah. well oh, right. so there is player involvement obviously uh, David probably be with Watford or whatever selection they'll put out but that's on tomorrow night anyway live and then the footballers Jared got Cork in the Munster Championship we don't have time to go into the we tricks there but we'll cover it the next night yeah the next day anyway okay lads we've reached the end of time Jim Collins will be throwing us over the studio any minute now Kevin thanks for joining us absolutely brilliant and your fee would be in the post <laughs> thank uh, you Pat, thanks again and uh, from from Gerhoy here the chair guys um, until the next time enjoy your sport and slong of all